College football week one in the books. We recap that and get you ready for week two in college football, plus the latest news. All this and more on Coaching from the Couch. Welcome back. We are back. This is Coaching from the Couch once again. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, again, Darren Hill here, here with the boy and brother Blake Hill. Let's go. How are we feeling, yes. Blake? Feeling good. Ready for another one. Let's do it. That's right. That's right. We are feeling good right after week one of the college football. And boy, we had some good ones, and it was very entertaining. Uh, it's just back. <laughs> that's right. It is officially back. And, um, yeah, man, uh, it was just days. Well, Saturday mainly, but, I mean, college football every day this weekend. And, uh, yeah, we were just living it up. So we had uh, four games at a time at least. Uh, at all times on Saturday, just cranking away, grinding that content, soaking I it would all be in. Lying. I would be lying if I didn't say I was bricked up for a little bit watching no games. <laughs> I gotta be honest. That's right. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> Give me yeah. all horned up. <laughs> yeah, I shed a few tears. It was very emotional. So. It was a beautiful scene <laughs> down in our basement. <laughs> That's right. But uh, we are here to break it all down for you guys and get you ready for week one of the NFL, which starts Thursday, this Thursday. Yeah, um, yeah we are so excited for that. Um, Thursday, September 8th, We, I should say we are recording this Tuesday, September 6th at 8 p.m. So uh, keep that in mind. Um, and we, we have a little announcement. Now that um, college football and the NFL are here, there's going to be a ton of content for us to break down. And we don't want to burn y'all out with just one episode a week. So we are going to go ahead and split it into two episodes every week. We will record both episodes the same day. We will just go ahead and split um, split it into two episodes. Uh, one, The first one will be college football, and we will break down that, that week's uh, games and the coming week's games. And then the next episode will be pure NFL talk, where we will do the same, but for the NFL. So if you have a particular league that you're more interested in you can go ahead and maybe focus in on those episodes those specific episodes or if you're interested in both you can kind of break those up uh with with the two episodes so hopefully that'll help and and maybe uh shorten shorten the episode lengths for you as well so you can kind of uh pick and choose what you want to listen to but 
hopefully that uh, helps you guys out a little bit. And I think it'll, it'll help us out too with the content and uh, I think make us a little more organized with, with what we end up discussing every week. Um, that being said, let's, let's jump into it. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about uh, this, these past weekend games in the college football world. Um, so we, I mean, there were so many games on so many, uh, great storylines that were coming out, um, just off the top of your head, Blake, what was the most entertaining thing that you saw, uh, week one of, of the college football season? Oh man, there were so many, like that we had, we had the old uh, split screen in the theater rooms. We had the four games at one time. So that's right. I mean, we really, we really soaked up as as many games as we could. That's um, right. But oh man, right off the top of my head, I think um, there were a few. Honestly, yeah, oh, uh, yeah. There's a lot. Down, scroll down on that list. To Here's Saturday. a Saturday. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So I mean. Obviously, the the Utah Florida one was just absolutely bonkers. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit later. That that game was just crazy. Yeah. Um, the East Carolina NC State also great. Yeah. Um, we again we talked about that one. Um, and then what was the what was the one that we had watched that had come down to the wire there? uh oh app state and north carolina oh yeah that, that was a shocker <laughs> man we we had that one on and we were in it like we <laughs> watched uh, basically the the entire game and mm. and it really came down to the wire there i mean just scoring left and right ridiculous score i mean unc comes out with with the win 63 to 61 which is insane that's like WNBA basketball scores type stuff. So (laughs) that's just a high bolt, two high flying offenses. And there was no defense played at all. Felt like, but (laughs) that was a, that was honestly a great game, but those are, there were three that, that kind of stood out to me. Um, And obviously the bigger games were good. Notre Dame, Ohio state was great. Um, Oregon, Georgia was an absolute waste of time. If anybody tuned into that, I'm, I apologize. Yeah, Um, dang it. But that that proves Georgia's hasn't missed a beat. I mean, they haven't missed a single step. Um, and honestly, wouldn't be surprised if we see them in the in the college football playoffs yet again, uh, yep. compete for a championship. But uh, yeah, those were some of the games that really stood out to me. Um, but honestly, just just great to have it back. I love it. It's it's, oh, it's just awesome. Yep. No. Yep. You you nailed it. So. Yeah, there was just so many great games, and uh, yeah, I mean, besides that Oregon Georgia game, all the ranked matchups really, I thought, came through. I mean, they were all, uh, yeah, perfect. So, uh, there was definitely no shortage of entertainment, uh, this past weekend. Uh, even the I'll point LSU out the, Florida State, too. Yeah, too. I was gonna say that one was nuts. I mean, neither team ranked, but uh, I'm sure uh, LSU. Well, I feel like both teams will probably get closer to getting ranked after that game. I mean, it was a pretty good, honestly. Game. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, so, I agree with you. yeah, they played well. That one came down to the wire as well. I missed a blocked uh, PAT to tie the game for LSU. So ended up winning the game for Florida State. Um, but let's maybe take a look at our predictions of who we thought would get uh, our upset picks uh, for, for this week. And uh, you, you nailed it with the Utah-Florida pick. I knew it. I am a bloody genius. <laughs> no, that that one, I mean, even in the last pod, I was like, ah, like I may be biting my tongue on that one. But, you know, it was a, a great game and uh, came down to that last second um, interception there. Um, and boy, was that a, a fun one to watch, though. I mean, it was action packed. Every single second of it was it was real close and came down to the wire. But um I mean, I knew I knew Florida was going to be tough. Um, they they jumped up in the ranks. They're like 13th now, yeah. which is absolutely insane. They flew up on the board from being unranked to 13. That's crazy. Right. Right. Um, but again, we we talked about Florida as a, a hostile environment to go in, have to go into, and um, you know everything everything that goes into into playing there, the humidity and. Uh, they had weather problems for a little bit there as well. So, you know, it was, it was a close game. Uh, it really came down to the wire, but you know, it, I just, I happened to guess right on that one. So that no. was, that was a great game. No, yeah, that was a, that was a smart pick and uh, yeah, it was a great game. So, and it ended in a, uh, a pick in the end zone for Florida to basically seal the game for him. So heartbreaking loss for Utah, but uh, the, the, ranking committee didn't uh you know has still has a lot of respect for utah just because they didn't fall too much in the rankings so um they i think, I think they'll they bounce knew. back yeah i think yeah. they knew that they'll, was gonna be a tough game they'll bounce, and, they'll and, bounce uh, back for sure yeah it's, it's hard to see him uh not being really good this year so um and then for me i picked i, I kind of jumbled around picked a few i think I I was uh, kind of keeping my eye on the West Virginia Pittsburgh game, which that game ended up being a really tight game as well. It was kind of a pick six that ended up sealing that game for Pitt. Um, I thought for sure West Virginia might be able to pull off the upset there, but um, they were just came up short. But that was a close one. Uh, then I also kind of was looking at the um, East Carolina. Yeah. Where is that one on this list here? Oh, yeah, up at the top. Oh, here we go. Yep, the NC State and East Carolina. NC State was 13th. So, um, that one I thought for sure, yeah, would be re- really tight game and could potentially end in an upset, which it would have. Uh, that would have been correct if East Carolina's <laughs> kicker would have hit its, hit its, you know, freaking balls gosh dang it but uh he misses the pat to tie the game and then he misses a field goal to win the game i'm like oh that poor guy oh my god yeah geez. homie g just found a new spot on the bench. <laughs> yeah that was uh very frustrating so i came up uh a couple points short of that uh, calling that uh upset correct and then but still a great game. So yeah, it I was mean, a really good game. To be fair, you were really close. Yeah, yeah. And I, I knew it would be close. So um yeah, yeah, that, that was a really fun game to watch as well. 
And then the other one I was keeping an eye on was the Clemson Georgia Tech game, uh, just because Georgia Tech always plays Clemson tough. And if you look at the score, I was not very close on this call. <laughs> Clemson had <laughs> 41 to 10. Um, and I watched that game and it was um it was it was very frustrating because I feel like I I mean you take a look at the score and you think I was way off with this call, but Watching the game, I felt like I was a, little, a lot closer than than maybe the score says. And I will say, if you and remember last pod, I said I just don't think the quarterback for Clemson is 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 the, it is the guy, um, DJ Uagalele. Um, and if you watch that game, that take. I came out of that uh, game thinking I was uh, spot on with my take. DJ just did not look very good at all. And it was more the fact that Georgia Tech's offense just could not. Yeah, it was probably more Georgia Tech's offense shooting themselves in the foot and not being able to produce that ended up losing in that game more than it was Clemson playing well, I think. Um and I think a lot of people would probably agree just because DJ didn't, yeah, did not look very good. And Georgia Tech had a ton of penalties. I want to say they might have reached 10 penalties uh, for over like 100 yards. They were just, uh, it just, yeah, horrible penalties that were helping Clemson's defense. And Clemson's defense is very good. I think that's really what uh, is going to carry them if they're going to do anything this year. Um, I think we all kind of knew that going coming in, but yeah, their offense uh, struggled there for most of the game. It really wasn't towards the end of, until the the uh, towards the end of the game where they started picking things up and kind of kind of took off there and ended up just destroying them. So I, I you know, if you don't don't look at that score when you think of my prediction here. You know, you really got to watch the game, and and I think. I think I'm still right in saying that DJ just is not the guy for whatever reason. He was a very high, I want to say five-star recruit coming out of high school, um, but he just does not look very good. And I mean, it's his second season, you know, and they're, they're, they're really just trying to give this guy every opportunity to succeed. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up having to, to bench him. They uh, got the number one dual threat recruit, I think this last year, and uh, he came in towards the end of the game for a little bit, just for garbage time. He actually looked a lot better in just a couple of snaps I saw than DJ did the whole game. So I would not be surprised if they end up benching DJ and going with this other this other young player. Um, just because, yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah, DJ is struggling. So, but yeah, the plus side for Clemson, they, their defense is good enough that uh, it, it might be good enough to carry them throughout the, the rest of the year. I'm not really sure who else is on their schedule that's going to challenge them. But uh, oh yeah, they uh, they got Notre Dame ranked to Miami potentially, NC State, Wake Forest. Okay, so they got a few, but um, yeah, I would not be surprised if uh, we see them struggle through, uh, with a couple of these teams on their schedule. So uh yeah keep an eye out on them but uh that's kind of what i think and honestly if you if you're looking at it uh apparently the rankers think the same because they were ranked four 
coming into week one, and I believe they are ranked. They went down. Uh, if I read that right, yeah, they went down a ranking. They're at five now. <laughs> oh my gosh! They they won and they crushed them, and they still went down in ranking. So I, if that you know, I was a little closer with my take than maybe the score uh, com- makes out to be. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I think that that just shows you kind of what everyone's thinking about the DJ and and the Clemson offense. But uh, we'll definitely keep an eye out on them and and see how they look kind of moving forward. All right, uh, before we kind of move into looking ahead to week two for the college football uh, season. We wanted to kind of touch up on our, our boys that we picked out um, to kind of follow throughout the year, just to kind of see uh, how they did week one beginning of the season. And then we'll probably uh, kind of come back to them maybe week four or five uh, in the season and see how they've progressed but uh, go ahead, boy. I believe you had the cornerback for Alabama and then the wide receiver from TCU. Uh, how'd they do this week? Yeah, so um, I found, um, I mean, I didn't get to watch the games, um, but I mean, was, they, I found their... What was their name, was sorry? Oh, I've got, um, so the TCU receiver, his name is Quentin Johnston. And then the cornerback from Alabama is Eli Ricks is his name. Um, So, yeah. So Quentin Johnson uh, from TCU played Colorado. Um, TCU came up with the win there. Um, He only had three receptions for 22 yards. um, Mm -hmm. Averaged about 7.3 yards for um, per catch. But man, I I was, I was kind of shocked. I mean, uh, Darren watched the game and, and got to see it a little bit more in depth. I, I kind of watched the game highlights and, and kind of what it looked like. And yeah, I'm, I mean, he's huge. The, the guy's six, four, um, just an absolute tank. And, yeah. uh, he, he had a catch along the sideline that he ended up going out of bounce on, but mm. I mean, the catch, he just looked like a, he just looked like a man, you know, like, <laughs> He's huge. He he went and you know absolutely bodied this guy, but ended up getting pushed out of bounds. But yeah. I think I think he'll you know they'll they'll kind of catch on. It, it's it's still early. It was week one. You know they they're just trying to get the kind of get the jitters out. If that you know that kind of makes sense. Just trying to shrug it all off. I'm I'm sure they'll find a way to run the offense through him. So I'm sure he'll bounce back real quick. Yeah, um, I saw I'm that not, catch not, too uh, out of the yeah, sidelines. That was a nice it catch a, if it would have counted, It was a nice but... <laughs> it was a nice it was a nice grab if he could have gotten it. a foot down that definitely would have been a highlight but right. yeah I, again I think I think he'll bounce back um the I mean TCU's they'll find a way to to get him the ball you know they like those um one-on-one situations where they tell him to just go up and get it I mean he's 6-4 for crying out loud so yeah. he can definitely get up he can definitely get up and go get it so and the... I'm not too worried Starting running our quarterback got hurt, I believe, too. So it was kind of the backup quarterback there for a minute. Oh, uh, yeah. So that yeah, that, so. that made a play to factor, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that did. You know, uh, Quentin and the starter probably have 
you know, a, a little bit more of a connection than the yeah. backup's going to have. So, right. so hopefully I'm sure that probably affected things, but yeah, they'll, I'm not too worried about him. I'm sure they'll find, uh, find a way to, to uh, run the offense through him. So not too worried about that. Um, and then the cornerback from um, Alabama, Eli Ricks, um, uh, looked up his, his stats again. They played Utah State. So, I mean, these aren't great stats to kind of go off of, <laughs> you know, when it, yeah. when it comes to a legitimate, you know, competitor. But um, he had two solo tackles. Um, they targeted him just, a, you know, a few times. Um, but he, he looked pretty good. I mean, I watched his, his game highlights. Um, he looks, looks very physical at the line. Um, looks like he, he likes to get his hands on, on the receivers early. Um, which, which is good. You know, you don't really see that in corners a lot nowadays, but he looks like a very physical, um, physical guy right off the line. Um, the, yeah, the two solo tackles were pretty good. Again, nothing else really, you know, he, he didn't get targeted too much. Um, but yeah, he was, he was right there when he, when he needed to be. And so he, he, again, he'll be fun to kind of watch again. It's only week one, so it's kind of hard to, to yeah. judge the talent, but uh, you know, overall, I think, I think Alabama's definitely got a, a cornerback that they can trust and, and rely on for sure out there on, on his Island. Heck yeah. I like it. Um, I'll touch up on my guys. So I had, um, Tanner McKee, the quarterback for Stanford, and um, I'm trying to remember. Oh yeah, they played uh, somebody named Colgate. <laughs> oh, the toothpaste. Yeah, the toothpaste Colgate, Colgate University. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they've majored in the art of toothpaste. That's right, toothpaste <laughs> making. So, um, yeah, that should tell you all you need to know about how he did against them. So, uh, I bet had... they were super fresh, <laughs> right? <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I don't know if I can really base much off of that week, uh, for, for Tanner. Cause yeah, he, he killed him, uh, 308 yards. Um, and yeah, the, <laughs> put it on him. It was, the score was 41 to 10. So yeah, it, it's really hard to base much off of how he did that week. But, uh, I believe this next week is going to be a little, a little better of a matchup for him. I'm trying to remember who they played. Who they played this week? Uh, let's see if I can't find them on here. I want to say, I want to say it's a Pac-12. Yeah, number ten USC. So, ooh, yeah, a little, yeah, a little better of a challenge for him. Uh, it'll be at Stanford, so that'll that'll help. So, um, I'll, I'll definitely keep my eyes on that game and see how he performs against a ranked opponent. But um, again, yeah, this guy's big. He's tall. I was watching some of his highlights last year. I believe uh, he he actually I want to say he upset Oregon last year, um, which ended up basically preventing them from winning the Pac-12. I think um, so. Yeah, he 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 has a nice ball, a good throwing motion. It seems like, and uh, I didn't see a ton of just bombs uh, just launching it all across the yard, but uh, you know he. He's he's got. I mean, he's so big. I, I can't imagine he can't just chuck that thing. So, uh, I'll I'll definitely <laughs> keep my eye out on uh, on this next week and see how he does. And then Andre Carter, the second defensive end out of Army. Again, I don't think Army really played uh, a quality opponent this week. 
Um, I'm trying to remember who they played real quick as well. But he didn't do much. Uh, it seemed like he got... Oh, okay, he had Coastal Carolina, so actually that was, yeah, a decent opponent. And Coastal actually ended up winning. But um, he, I think he had one tackle. That was it. Uh, no sacks. Uh, again, this guy's really big, too. Um, but I don't know. That might be a little worrisome if he, he didn't do much against Coastal, you know. So maybe against the, the bigger opponents, um, he, you know, he, he kind of gets washed out a bit, a bit. But, you know, we'll see at the beginning of the season. You know, maybe he's getting warmed up a little bit. Something that I really didn't know until I did a little more research on him, too, was with Army players, since they are enlisted, they have to, like, serve out their uh, kind of uh, their listing or whatever, their their service. They have to finish it up before they can, you know, leave. Uh, I'm sure there's ways around it, you know, to get out of your contract or whatever it is that they have with the Army. Um, but since he does go to army, he has, he's kind of contractually ob obligated to, to continue his service with the, with the army, um, even though he's a football player. So that may deter uh, some NFL teams from drafting him just because there's kind of that uncertainty of when he can play just because he's got to serve out that, um, that service with the military. So that's something that uh, to kind of keep an eye on as we get closer to to the draft, which is we are a little ways away, but um, just something I'll be keeping my eyes on to see, you know, if 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 he can perform well enough this year. I think some teams might just take the risk and and see, uh, you know, because there's there is a lot of talent. But if he struggles, uh, he's gonna he's gonna fall down the draft board quite a bit, I think, and I don't think that uh, you know being at Army is gonna help. So. Kind of unfortunate, but uh, we'll keep an eye on him and, and see how he performs throughout the year. Um, but uh, let's go ahead and take a look and uh, start jumping into next week's. Uh, we, we've got uh, not as many big-time games, I think, as we did week one, but there are some some enticing matchups still and um, some some games to, to look forward to. Um, I guess maybe... Maybe let's talk about uh, the rankings first, just because those just came out, and then it, that's going to maybe change the way we view some of these games in week two, because a lot of these teams that weren't ranked before are now ranked, and it kind of makes these matchups look a little better. So um, here is, oh yeah, so here is um, the what the rankings were going into the season. And then here they are now. Anything jump out to you looking at the the new rankings? Um, I think one of the most uh, shocking things to me was the Florida jump. Um, yeah, you I mentioned mean, I that. Under I yeah, I did. I mean, I I understand that like you know they beat the seventh ranked team and. And I don't have any question that they should be ranked. Um, I'm just a little shocked about how high. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, Utah was at seven. But I mean, in reality, I think what they should have done was maybe drop Utah a little bit lower and and put Florida in a little bit lower as, as well. You know, above Utah for sure, but a little bit lower. Um, but I mean, 
Florida went from unranked to the 12th ranked team in the in the country. <laughs> I mean, that's a huge jump. Like right. that's, that's wild. Um, but I mean, I, I guess I kind of understand it, but that that's the one that just kind of shocked me that like, I don't know, that seems like quite the drastic shift there. Um, but I mean, that's really all I've, you know, kind of noticed. And then you had mentioned Clemson that they, they dropped. Um, that's, I mean, that's never a, a good sign. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then Georgia jumped up as well. They just jumped up once one. Um, but yeah, Georgia looked, Oh man, they looked real tough against Oregon. I, yeah. I gotta admit they looked, they looked really, really good. So, yeah. um, I think the Florida one, Florida and Utah, those those two in the rankings um stood out to me the most. Um what about you? Uh no, yeah, definitely. Um I know a lot of people really liked sorry, go ahead. Do you think that that's I mean reasonable like that jump? Do you really think Florida was like 12th in the nation type caliber team or do you think Utah should have just dropped a little bit lower? Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I feel like the drop for Utah was probably pretty, pretty fair. Um, yeah, I feel like that's quite the jump for Florida. I mean, I yeah, I'd probably still have Florida a little lower than Utah. Maybe, um, yeah, maybe around like eighteen to twenty, maybe. Yeah, uh, that's just because I was thinking as well. Yeah, just because I mean that's a tough tough game for utah uh you know to fly all the way to florida you know away home opener yeah you know at the swamp so it's it's a tough environment um but i think kind of what gives them the benefit of the doubt is a lot of people really like the way their quarterback played uh i know last year they were kind of flip-flopping between him and and some other player and this year they've just committed to um I want to say Richardson. Is that his last name? Yeah, um, that sounds about right. Yeah, and and he's proven to be. I, I think that game kind of just showed that he's he's the the real deal. And a lot of people, uh, yeah, Anthony Richardson. So yeah, a lot of people were really impressed with the way he played. And so when you've got that quarterback and you're in the SEC, I feel like they're just gonna they're just you're gonna get a a higher <laughs> rating than you probably should get um yeah but yeah um defensively they were okay i feel like the 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 def- defensive line uh played well against the run but i mean utah really moved up and down the field they had like a minute 20 left to get in field goal yeah, range they were about to score <laughs> yeah they marched all the way down to the 5 yard line if it wasn't for that bad throw by Cameron Rising i mean we we probably wouldn't be talking about them, you know, on this list. So, um, geez, that's yeah. crazy. They uh, they got quite the the favor here with the jump, but uh, once they start playing some of the their other SEC teams, I wouldn't be surprised if they get, they get kicked out of the top uh, the top twenty five <laughs> just because. Yeah, they got that good quarterback, but I mean you beat a, a Pac-12 team, you know, it was good, but I mean, uh, the difference between SEC and Pac-12 is just so big that it's, yeah, it's hard to is, really compare. 
that is very true um so so yeah that'll be interesting to watch um for me yeah i mean that's that's definitely one that stands out quite a bit another one was is kind of michigan jumping all the way up there to the top four yeah um they jumped four spots to number four and then they jumped clemson i mean i probably would have just left clemson where they were even though they 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 did they didn't look very good um i mean they still kicked the crap out of them (laughs) (laughs) yeah they still beat you know a tough opponent so i still would have at least just leave them at four um and I don't think Michigan really played anybody that was yeah, that. Yeah, who did Michigan even play? I don't think it was anybody that great. That's why I'm like, really? Are we that impressed with the way? I mean, Colorado State. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know if that's really that something to be <laughs> that they're excited all, about. They're always going to make Michigan something more than what they are, though, yeah, I swear. Yeah, I mean, and they've got that weird quarterback conundrum where they're gonna like alternate between the two quarterbacks i just i just that just sounds like a disaster to me i don't really understand what what they're doing there but i mean look at their freaking cakewalk of a schedule though i mean they've got hawaii next uh yukon maryland (laughs) oh my gosh uh, once you start kind of getting in here i guess it gets a little tougher but I wouldn't be surprised if they're, they'll be high, pretty high here for the next couple of weeks. Um, Man, they're, they're going to waltz into the <laughs> playoffs and get destroyed. Ugh, probably. I just, yeah. But um, yeah, that one kind of surprises me. But um, other than that, I mean, the rest kind of makes sense. Uh, if I'm being honest, um, a new team that uh, we see, I think there was only two new teams right that we see in in the the rankings here we've got tennessee that weren't ranked before and then we've got florida obviously so i did call the tennessee one though remember i I mentioned that i think they could possibly go up there so yeah i'm glad i called that one (laughs) (laughs) i know i was gonna say that was a nice you had them as your dark horse for a potential team outside of the of the rankings to yeah jump into it so hey good call by you um i know they looked good and i believe they have a tough opponent coming up um so we'll we'll, we'll, i'm sure we'll take a look at that um but uh yeah they've got pit next uh 17th ranked pittsburgh so that'll be a good game now that they're ranked um i i did want to look at the other calls that we had so you called utah would finish the season lower than seventh so you're looking smart there because they did lose and now they are at 13. Man, I am a genius. <laughs> you are made all kinds of correct calls. Good job. And then you had USC finishing higher than their rank at 14, which they won and now they are at 10. So you were Holy moly. Yeah, three I for three on, on those calls. So nice work. Heck um, yeah. For me, I, I'm I'm getting there. Um, <laughs> I had uh, Kentucky finishing higher than 20, and they didn't move, oh, so they yeah. stayed the same. They won though, and if you look at the quarterback, uh, Levy or Levi, however you want to say it, he balled out. He had over 300 yards, 
and, and oh they, wow and they played miami of ohio so they didn't really play anybody but i mean if he's putting up 300 yards i mean that's that's pretty impressive i feel like so um yeah, that's a good sign uh so we'll see I, I i still think they might finish higher than 20 but um again they're they're in a tough program so in a tough division you know in the sec so we'll see what they can do and then i had uh, oklahoma finishing lower than ninth uh, they went up two spots to seven because they did beat, they beat a nobody too. Um, uh, who was it that they played? I remember it was it wasn't anything uh, to. Uh, oh, here we go, UTEP. So I mean, yeah. yeah. So you know, once they kind of get some harder competition in there, we'll we'll see what where they end up going. And the Mike Dark Horse was Fresno State, who is still unranked. But um, they're still in there. They they're still receiving some votes to to get in. Um, who did they play? I honestly don't remember. Oh, they played Cal Poly. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but their quarterback Jake Heiner he had over three hundred yards too. I mean, man, so. he almost threw for four hundred <laughs> yards. It was right, yeah. This will be a true test, though. They play Oregon State, who I thought looked pretty good uh, this week. So. That'll be oh, that'll be go. a test. If they can beat Oregon State, um, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up getting in the in the ranks. But we'll have to Oregon see. State's ranked now. Are they? I I didn't think they. Yeah, they they were on there. I oh Oklahoma State. Oh Oops. yeah, yeah, yeah. They look like Sorry. Oregon State, but the, Oregon yeah, State, State uh, got me. <laughs> yeah, they did get some votes though, so I I think a lot of people were high on on their win, but um, but hey, we'll we'll keep track of. of these rankings uh, as we the Oregon's Oregon's pretty shocking too. I mean, oh they went yeah. From 11th to completely out of the rankings. <laughs> like we forgot to mention that, but they right. look like crap. So we don't really have to talk too much about them. They look like trash. Yeah. That's tough. I mean, again, the difference between sec and PAC 12 is just so big that it's, it's hard to, to really be too shocked about the, that loss. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, completely out of the ranks is yeah is is kind of nuts. But I mean, you look at all the other teams that are kind of at the bottom. They all won, and they all looked pretty good when they won. So it's kind of hard to to put a, a team that lost and lost that bad, you know, and to leave them in there. So I wouldn't be surprised if they end up getting back in there some way. And uh, yeah, yeah, uh, but they've 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 got a be better than than what they look like on Saturday against uh, Georgia for sure. All righty. Now we go ahead and look ahead to week two and what, uh, what exciting matchups we have this next week. Um, So I guess I'll start. uh, Yeah. Maybe I'll start this time. I'll put, let's go ahead and just maybe pick a one one game that kind of stands out to us that we're maybe a little okay. excited about. Maybe let's do the same rule where we can't pick a, a game that has two ranked opponents facing off. Okay. Um, just because those are going to be the the kind of bigger matchups, but maybe another kind of uh, lower key game that the, we're excited about that we could see some fireworks on. Um, there was one. Oh yes, I I I've got to point out the Iowa State at Iowa game. 
that game's always pretty turnt uh, when they play each other. <laughs> um, and I, again, rivalries, they're, they're pretty heated rivals. So again, that you've got the intensity of the rivalry going on as well. And so that's always fun. Uh, I should mention Iowa's win against South Dakota State was not very impressive last week. <laughs> um <laughs> seven to three and guess seven how they got three i don't know if you know do, do you know how they got to seven it wasn't a touchdown oh no pick six <laughs> or fumble recovery in the end zone or something no it was a field goal and two safeties <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> can you believe that how is that even possible? Not a single touchdown in that game. Unbelievable. So, wow. Yeah, it was very, very. So they were saying, if you like defense, that was your game. Because, yeah, if you look at this, they got three points in the first quarter. Then South Dakota State got three points in the second. Then Iowa got two points in the third quarter and another two in the fourth quarter. <laughs> That is terrible. So that's got to be like the worst college football game. Oh, honestly, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't watch it. I honestly don't know if it was even on TV. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> glad I didn't waste my time there because that was bad. Yeah, um, I hope it wasn't on TV <laughs> for real. So I mean, don't let that last week's game uh, scare you into watching this game, just because I feel like both teams will probably step it up uh, for the rivalry. Um, I honestly don't know how Iowa State did last week. Let's see. Well, they played, uh, I don't even know, Southeast Missouri State. So, and they crushed them 42 to 10. So uh, <laughs> uh, they look fine. I mean, they'll, they'll probably score some touchdowns. So I'm sure we'll see something uh, in this game. What about you? Any of these other uh, matchups looking kind of enticing to you? Ooh, yeah. Um, for sure. The. Too. Yeah, yeah, no, you're good right there. Yep. Um, for sure that uh, the rivalry game, like you had mentioned, is going to be great. Um, I this this isn't the one that I want to I want to pick, um, but I think the Alabama Texas is going to be good. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously Alabama is number one. Um, Texas is unranked. Um, I think that'll be a great matchup. Um, I mean, Texas is always a you know they're they're always somewhat relevant um yeah. obviously not ranked this this year but i think that'll be a fun one to watch you know texas always seems to show up when they need to the most yeah um, and it's at texas wanna... which which helps texas i think you know and yeah yeah alabama definitely works no they'll, they'll have to travel so that always make it a yeah. little more challenging for them yeah i think that kind of kind of go works in their corner for them for sure um but again i don't i don't want to pick that one just because that one's easy you know it's alabama and everything but yeah that'd be a good um, i think the one that i want to pick um kind of random but i'm i'm kind of interested is the uh south carolina arkansas game um oh yeah I'm glad arkansas, you mentioned yeah i'm i'm interested to see uh spencer rattler of south carolina um yeah I, I looked at his his uh, stat line. He didn't look too great in his the first win against Georgia State. Right. He didn't. I mean, he didn't do anything crazy. I mean, he threw for two hundred twenty seven yards, which isn't terrible. But two interceptions against a crap team like Georgia State, like yeah, he should be killing it. Especially as a guy who was started at Oklahoma, like he was a huge recruit coming out of high school and. 
oh man i i you know a lot of people are were high on him last year like he was going to come out and be the you know the top pick in the nfl draft but right we just haven't seen it from him yet no. um so i think he's kind of got a chip on his shoulder um and again he, he's got the talent we you know we've seen it i mean at least in in high school he was obviously very talented in high school and um and arkansas really looked good um in their game they you know they've got some weapons for sure so um i think i'm gonna pick that one i think that'll be a a pretty tough uh matchup it is in arkansas so um you know i think that might work in their favor a little bit but again i think it'll be a, a pretty tough matchup and i think that's the the one that i'm um picking to be a be a good game no yeah i'm with you uh yeah that was another one i was kind of looking at just because yeah i i I mean spencer rattler was yeah gonna be a a pretty high highly recruited player coming out of college uh but yeah he he just just hasn't looked very good so hopefully he can turn it around and play well against arkansas but uh, yeah you got two uh, sec programs there so that's always going to be you know a pretty pretty good battle um let's uh go ahead and look at some of the bigger games this this weekend uh and maybe pick who we think will end up winning uh let's go ahead and start with alabama texas because i know that's kind of one of the bigger matchups everyone's looking forward to who do you think is winning that game oh i think um i think it'll be alabama um for sure. I think, I think it'll be, a, I, again, I think it'll be a tough matchup, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's Alabama. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're hard to bet against. It's still so early in the season. They're just dripping with talent on both sides of the ball. It's just, ugh, it's, they've got so much going for them. Yeah. Um, and it's not like they're riddled with injuries, you know, everybody's still fresh. It's the right. second game of the season. So um, I think Alabama will uh, go into Texas and and uh, handle business and come out with a W. Yeah, yep, I agree. Not much to really say there. I think, I I don't know. I think Texas will probably put up a, a decent fight at first, but yeah, it'll probably get out of hand there towards the end. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree. Like first first half will be pretty tough, and then yeah. second half Alabama will just r- run with it. Yeah, I think so. Uh, let's go ahead and keep scrolling here. Um, I did want to mention App State after their pretty impressive performance against UNC last week. They end up playing Texas A and M. Uh, be on oh, the lookout man. for that. I, I yeah, I know that, that'll be a, a big difference. I think, but um, if they can put up a performance like they did last week on offense, I mean, I could see them maybe putting up a, a fight against Texas A&M. So I don't know. Keep your eyes on that one. That, that'll be kind of fun to see uh, what happens there. Honestly, I'm not, I don't know if, I don't think Texas A&M deserves that rank of six. I feel like I I wouldn't be surprised if they end up going lower by the end of the season. Um, but we'll see if, if, App State can give them any issues, but uh, yeah, keep your eye out on that one. That, that one's at one thirty um, on Saturday, and then I guess here's the next bigger one: Tennessee at twenty uh, fourth ranked Tennessee at seventeenth ranked Pittsburgh, one thirty on Saturday as well. I can go ahead and, and pick who I think will win first. This one's going to be tough. I think this one actually will be very entertaining. 
you've got an SEC opponent coming into Pittsburgh. And I know West Virginia is kind of a rivalry and kind of gave them fits. I think Tennessee goes in there and beats Pittsburgh. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> I think the so. upset alarm. Maybe, alarm. yeah. Maybe this is my upset uh, for the week. But, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, again, the talent uh, for an SEC team like Tennessee is going to be too much for a Pittsburgh team to handle. And Pittsburgh looked okay in the West Virginia game. I, I honestly wasn't super impressed, though. So, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they they have some issues uh, against uh, this Tennessee team. Um, who was the quarterback again for Pittsburgh? It was uh, Slovis. That's right, Slovis. You know, had had over three hundred yards, but um, I don't know. I, yeah, I just feel like against uh, Tennessee might be a little different. But what, what do you think? Yeah, I think, um, like you had mentioned, I think it's definitely going to be a, a tough matchup for sure. It's it's absolutely going to be a great game. So, you know, people definitely need to tune into it. Um, but, oh, man, I don't I don't know. I think I think your your call on Tennessee is is fair. Um, but I could I can see um, I can see Pitt coming out um, with a W in this one. I think I think it'll be like by a field goal though i think it'll be mm. like a last second um you know last second field goal or something like that i don't think it'll be by much um but i i think pitt i think pitt will you know it's it's in pittsburgh yeah um, which i think will, will give them a little bit of an advantage um but again i'm still high on tennessee i still think they'll they'll uh finish you know in the in the top 25 but i think pitt comes away with a w in this one nice all right, no, I mean, hard to hard to blame you there. That'll be yep, that'll be a good game. So I'll be, I'll be on the lookout for that. Um, let's go ahead and see here some other of the bigger matchups. Um, uh, yeah, there you go. Here we go. Uh, Kentucky, Florida, the next two ranked teams to face off there at five p.m. on Saturday. Twentieth ranked Kentucky at. 12th ranked Florida thoughts on the, uh, this game, uh, who you, who you think's winning? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of being lame this week, but I, I think I'm going to go with Florida. Okay. Um, I think, I think again in the swamp yet again for another week. Um, like we had mentioned, fans are just absolutely insane. Like they were crazy at the Utah game. Yeah. I think it just, makes you know it adds such an advantage when they're playing at home you know the fans the weather the the conditions just change so much that um i think it'll just be a little bit too much for uh, kentucky to handle i do think it'll be a great game though i think this is one that'll will come down to the wire as well um a nail biter all game but i think um watching that florida quarterback play um i think if he plays anything like last week i think they'll they'll, they'll be okay and um, I think they eke out, I think they eke out a win, not by much though. By I think by the hair on their chinny chin chin, they come out with a win on that one. There you go. No, yeah, I agree with you. I think yeah, Florida that quarterback looked pretty good. So I don't. I think uh, that'll be pretty tough for that Kentucky defense to stop. Um, which kind of sucks because I had them finishing higher than twenty, and that's not going to help uh, help their their 
cause, but uh, if the quarterback for Kentucky goes out there and balls out and uh, plays well against that Florida team, that would be that would be great, and I think that would lessen the blow for for a loss like this. So hopefully he can go out there and do that, and yeah, they can put up a good fight. But yeah, I think Florida uh, ends this game two and zero, so uh, and maybe rises up the ranks even more. Um, let me see if there's any others here. Um, should we talk about USC Stanford? I feel like that that's probably going to be a pretty good game to back yeah, 12 yeah, opponents and USC ranked pretty high right now, 10th. Uh, so 10th ranked USC going to Stanford at 530. Ooh, who we, I guess I'll go first here. Um, I think it'll be I think it'll be a tough game, but I think I'd still roll with USC. Um, but don't be surprised if this game's a lot closer than maybe what you think. I I I think um, McKee, the quarterback here for Stanford, is is going to prove some stuff here, and I like you kind of predicted. I feel like USC is always kind of ranked higher than maybe. Uh, what they really should be um but uh but yeah I, I still think they'll win this game but i think it'll be pretty close so uh keep keep your eye out on that game yeah yeah i agree i think um i think usc comes out with a win on this one um but like you had mentioned i think that um stanford quarterback that, that you're following i think this is um, going to be a real test for him um and i i really do think he'll go out and and prove you know, he's, he, he's legitimate. Um, and I think, uh, Caleb Williams will as well. I mean, every, obviously people are, are pretty high on him and, um, he looked pretty good week, week one. So, um, you know, at Stanford, I think USC goes in there and, uh, comes out with a win there, but again, great game. It's going to be a real good game. I, I could see, uh, see two high flying offenses. I mean, obviously two great quarterbacks that are, you know, going to go back and forth there. I can see it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I think that'll be probably the showcase of the offenses. I don't I, I'm not sure there'll be a lot of defense there in that matchup. So uh hey, if you're into those high flying games, I think that's one you'll want to tune into. Uh um, sure. Yeah, you've got I think two quarterbacks that uh are are gonna be on the uh, NFL team's radar, uh, you know, to get drafted. So when you got two guys like that, yeah, that's that's gonna lead to some high flying offenses. So uh that well that leads us probably to the last kind of big time matchup uh of the day which is uh number nine baylor at number 21 byu at 8 15 uh i guess I, we should say this is a mountain standard time um who do you think's winning this game golly ah it's it's tough as yeah. a byu fan I want to say BYU, <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm going out on a limb. I, I think BYU could, could run away with this one. I really wow. do. I think in, I think one of the key deciding factors here is going to be right there where it says where the game is played Lavelle Edwards stadium in Provo. Mm. Yeah. I think I think first game of the season or you know first game there at home of the season they're just going to get the place rocking. I think yeah. they're going to turn it up um against against Baylor. They're going to have a 
you know, sellout crowd, I'm sure of it that are, you know, are going to just turn up. So I think um, that'll be a, a key turning point in that, in that game. And I was honestly very surprised with how well BYU looked, um, you know, week one. So I'm, I'm high, I'm high on the Cougs, not only as a fan, but in general, I think, I think they've got a lot of um, weapons that, that are going to be tough. It's still early in the season again, so they're not riddled with injuries. They, they normally, you know, battle, battle through injuries there at the end of the season, but fresh Cougs, uh, they're, they're, they're pretty tough. So I think this is my upset alert is Uh, take down number nine Baylor. All right. To be honest, I think I'm with you. Um, I, hey, I sold him. <laughs> I like it. I sold I like him. It. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. BYU did look pretty good. And I think the the Rankers thought, well, that thought that as well. I mean, the opponent wasn't the greatest, but they went there and they destroyed him. Uh, and it was, you know, an away game. They had to travel all the way to Florida. Uh, um, and yeah, they, they crushed him like you should as a ranked opponent against a non-ranked opponent. So, yeah, I thought they looked pretty well. And, oh, and I should say the rankers thought so as well because they bumped them up like four spots. So uh, quite the jump from 25 to 21. So, um, yeah, I, I think they, they looked good. And Baylor's starting their a new quarterback who looked okay. But uh, I was just looking at his stats. Um only had uh, a little over 200 yards against uh, not not a very good opponent, Albany. Uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much he played, but um, just because they did crush him 69 to 10. Um, and I think it's a little revenge, you know, Baylor beat him last year, but I think it was more of that quarterback that they had last year who kind of gave him fits um, with his kind of dual threat running and throwing um and he's not there anymore so i think new quarterback he's probably still um needing to adjust and again traveling to provo uh, the altitude might be a little uh, a bigger factor than we think for baylor and yeah like you said uh first home game for the cougars highly ranked against another highly ranked team i think the fans are going to know it's a big it's a big game and yeah they're going to get that place rocking um it's it's still warm over in provo so uh you know the cold isn't gonna affect the fans and and, the, and how loud they can get so yeah i i think byu kind of maybe shocks some people and then takes down baylor so that'll be that'll be a fun game to kind of cap off saturday um but uh yeah anything else uh you wanted to add uh to these games for this this week two of uh, the college football season uh no nah, yeah nothing nothing crazy um but i mean great games there's going to be great games all around it's going to be a lot of fun um but i'd i'd like to mention about um byu i think i think not only i mean obviously we're fans but i think a lot of people are sleeping on them i really do yeah um they brought back a lot of talent i mean yeah. a ton we had mentioned um one of the top teams to bring back as much talent as they did offensive line looks great i mean they're all huge you know big boys who are going to be you know highly recruited you know in in the nfl draft so i wouldn't be surprised about the cougs i think a lot of people are sleeping on them so 
you know, just, just wait and see for sure. Yep. No. Yeah. I think so too. They did bring back a lot of talent and uh, they've got a good quarterback. And so when you've got a good quarterback there and Jaron Hall, uh, you know, that's going to elevate your play a lot as well. Um, I will say, I mean, I don't think anything crazy though. I mean, there's no way, there's no way they end in the top 10. I'm just saying like 15, yeah, maybe I could see it. Yeah. You know, Seventeen, yeah, sure. Yeah, I think they're just slept on right now at twenty-one. Yeah. I think they're definitely a, a better team than twenty-one. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I agree there for sure. All right, um, and I guess before we forget, we should talk about the the newly announced, approved play, college football playoff expansion. Uh, which was just announced just before the games on Saturday. I want to say it was like Friday that they announced it. Um, but very exciting. I know a lot of people were really hoping that uh, this would get approved. Me, myself, I was hoping they would get approved as well. I just think it's, I don't know. I, I think it was time to mix things up. But um, what, what, what were your thoughts when you found out the news? Um, yeah, I remember I was... Uh, I went to go sit down on the toilet and I opened it up and sure enough, there it was. No, yeah, nice. <laughs> so perfect, perfect timing. <laughs> but no, it's, it's definitely time. Uh, I mean, it's, it's going to be a great change. They're going to find that it, it's going to, you know, add so many more viewers. I mean, so many more people are going to be interested and, you know, invested because, they're going to get out of the norm you know we're going to see different teams that maybe we haven't seen because yeah. you know every year it feels like a repeat of of the same teams it's you right. know alabama ohio state georgia and then you know michigan usually it's right with the four four teams you know you see the same teams so often so you know making it 12 is is gonna just change so much that you know it, it it'll kind of be like uh march madness in a sense where heck you don't know maybe there's a team that goes in there and is just an absolute sleeper and you know climbs up the ranks and start beating teams that you know aren't normally to be beaten so (laughs) i think it'll add so much more to the to the entertainment side of um the college football playoffs so i think I mean, honestly, when I read it, I was like, well, it's about dang time. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. really my reaction was it's like, hallelujah, like change it up and let's see some new faces in there, you know, like let the guys go in there and prove themselves for once. Right. No, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, yeah, I mean, mix it up and and yeah, just see some different matchups that you probably normally wouldn't see, you know, like a, a Utah versus Georgia or Utah versus Alabama, you know, um, or a, a Baylor versus uh ohio state you know yeah just you know get some different matchups and i think you might be surprised of of some of the results from some of these games um so yeah i I think like you said i think it'll just drive more viewers and and get more people kind of into it and um and uh yeah it'll i think uh something I was listening to earlier today is, is I think it'll help a lot of these programs to find kind of success, a successful season, you know, uh, rather than, uh, you know, most of these teams weren't going to make the college football playoff as it is now with just four teams, but now they're, they're, 
you know, they've got a good chance of making it if it's 12 teams. So yeah, I think if they're able to make it in there, that that's a pretty successful season for that team. And, uh, you know, maybe college recruits look at that a little differently and think, oh, hey, you know, that team made it to the playoff. You know, I should go join them. And maybe some of these smaller teams are going to start getting some bigger recruits and they might be able to make some some more noise. So, uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I just, I think it'll be, I, I think it'll benefit uh, college football as a whole. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm glad that, I'm glad that you mentioned that because, I mean, take a take a team like Baylor sitting at nine. Like, yeah. I mean, la- like last year when it was just a four team, like they they would have no shot. They wouldn't even be close, you know. Right. And they're at they're at nine. That's a legitimate team, you know. They've they're right. good. Now with the twelve, like you know, they'd be right in the mix. Um, right. So it potentially make some noise. So, like you said, it just it's going to add so much more. That's it's going to be so exciting. I mean, everybody was already so invested in the four team, you know playoffs now you're adding 12 like the the viewings are going to be absolutely ridiculous like i oh, already yeah. know where they are it's going to be so good right yeah oh yeah definitely um and it, it sounds like a lot of some of the games will be like uh at some of these teams like home stadium which i think was genius you know why not that's what's really gonna i think affect some of these results is if you make Ohio state travel all the way to, to Utah or something and, and play at Utah. Um, Cause most of the time, these bigger programs, they don't uh, deal with smaller programs. Uh, you know, they, they force them to come play them at their home stadium because they know they're going to have an advantage. But if you make it where, you know, the, depending on what seed you get, you, you, you might have to end up traveling to the other team's stadium and play them at their home stadium. And I think that would, uh, that could affect some of the results. And I think that that's what you should want, you know, mix it up. And if you have a higher seed, then that's the way it is. Um, And, and yeah, bring in these big programs into some of these other uh, schools, some of these smaller schools. And I mean, the, the, the home fans would love that. I mean, you know, when are they ever going to see some of these bigger schools play their favorite teams like this, I, you know, that it would be a once in a lifetime opportunity. So I think people would love to see that. Um, and I, I guess we should mention kind of the way of, it sounds like they're, they're going to be, I guess the way that this would work is. So it's scheduled to start in by 2026, but it can start earlier, but uh, they're kind of, thinking 2026 because they've still kind of got to work out all the kinks and kind of work out how it's all going to work out and things so and that, that's going to take some time but uh they do want to do it earlier uh that's what i've heard is that they do want to do it as soon as possible because i think they understand that it, it's going to benefit college football as well and so they want to get this going as soon as they can and so hopefully they can get it sooner because that would be sweet um and it sounds like uh, the teams that would make the, this playoff would be the six highest ranked conference champions and six at large teams is what they say here. Um, so I'm assuming that's like the six conference champions. So, you know, the champion of the SEC, the the Pac-12, the Big Ten, the Big 12, you know, 
the bigger ACC, you know, those bigger conferences, and then probably six other like kind of bigger teams as well that were that were really good that year. Um, so maybe you have like, um, you know, an Ohio State ends up winning the conference, but then Michigan, who was finished second or something like that, maybe they get thrown in there, but they are not as high of a seed because they didn't win the conference. Um, and so they end up having to travel to the winner of the Pac-12 conference or something like that. They end up having to go to Oregon or go to Utah and play them at their home stadium. I think that would yeah, that would be crazy fun to watch and see. Um, and then the top four teams get a first round bye. And the first or the four first round games played at home sites is what it says. So that's like I was saying, the, the first four games would be the teams would have to travel to the, the home team's stadium. Uh, anyway, so that's kind of kind of some of the details that I, I found out. Uh, but uh, yeah, hopefully it's sooner rather than later, because, yeah, I think I think this would be very entertaining to see. Yeah, for sure. I think um, it's going to it'll just add so much more to to the college football experience. Um, I think they'll find that fans are more invested yeah. uh, more interested you know it, it again like you had mentioned it's going to do so much more for the for the viewings and, and honestly ticket sales as well like like you had said like can you imagine if a, a michigan had to go and travel to play in oregon or to play a utah like the home states are just gonna go berserk you know yeah. like those tickets are just going to sell so fast to watch their team play you know a powerhouse in michigan or right. you know in ohio state or you know people teams like that it right. that would just be crazy like that it's gonna do so much for the the college you know football experience and you know for for them them in general as well like they're gonna benefit so much more from this than they think they are right. <laughs> it's gonna be crazy yeah <laughs> definitely and I don't know if we'll, you know, you will end up seeing kind of some some big upsets like you do in March Madness. Um, just because those big boys like at Alabama and Georgia, it's so hard to dethrone those guys. Um, but I mean, who knows? Like, like, like we were saying, I mean, if you get those teams happen to travel to some of these other other states and other stadiums, you know, I think that'll that'll benefit the home team, and and you know, maybe eventually we'll get to the point where it'll be like a March Madness where you, you'll see some of these upsets. So um, I hope we get there and I hope that's kind of the way it ends up being, but either way, it'll still be fun to see kind of some of these smaller teams and how they do against the big boys. And um, you know, if they can, if they can put up a fight. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'll be the most important things really just give them a chance, you know, like, yeah. Every once in a while, there's there's these years where crazy things happen. I mean, there's multiple years where sometimes Auburn takes down Alabama, and it's you know it's it's a big deal. So, mm-hmm. right. you know, maybe there's stuff like that. I mean, obviously, it's a once in a blue moon, but <laughs> right. if it were if it were to happen, it's you know it's kind of a big deal, and it'll it'll just get give them more publicity. So, right, yeah, definitely. Um, all right. Well, that uh, wraps up our college football talk. So uh, thanks for tuning into this portion or this episode, I should say, of, of our podcast. 
go ahead and jump over to the next episode, which will be NFL talk, NFL week one. Uh, we'll be wrapping up some housekeeping stuff that we've got over there. So uh, please listen uh, over there as well if you're interested in that. Uh, but if you're not, if you're uh, purely college football, hey, that's fine too. We hope you enjoyed this little conversation and hope you look forward to some of these games we've got uh, coming up in week two. Um, uh, there's probably not as big of headlined games like there was week one, but uh, there's still some enticing games here to watch. So uh, definitely be on the lookout for those. Um, but thanks again for listening. Uh, please subscribe, comment, rate, review, uh, and share with your friends. And uh, we will talk to you guys next time. Hey, boys out. Peace. Peace.